This episode is brought to you by Atomic Rhino Smelling Salts. I was certain that I had a bottle of this product uh, with me. I brought, I got the wrong gym bag with me, I guess. Um, typically, I have the product on me. I will include a link in the description of this podcast. I have, I actually use two of their products. I use their original Atomic Rhino and their Atomic Rhino Redline for when I do squats and deadlifts and a any other thing that I'm going to need to be hyper-focused for. Um, for those of you who don't know what smelling salts are, they are a method of, um, I guess, getting in the game for a lot of people. And they're used in all kinds of different sports, hockey, powerlifting, you know, CrossFit, uh, boxing, fighting. You know, they're, they're used uh, by athletes all around the world for all kinds of different stuff. And uh, Tom McRino is hands down uh, the best product that I've had so far particularly their red line i think that's my favorite one so far because uh it doesn't dry out and um again if you're not familiar with smelling salts um they will they'll, they'll dry out it's a long story just uh i'll include a link in the description you can go and check them out if you are into fitness or you're into a super extreme sport or maybe you just have a boring job and you want to be able to stay awake at work and you can grab some for that too so uh go and check them out and um yeah thanks Hello and welcome to the Here's Why podcast. I am Chuck, your host. Thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate you guys coming to listen. I know um, my upload schedule has been very sporadic and kind of hit and miss lately. Um, That will go away pretty soon. And I appreciate your patience. um, And I appreciate your uh, patronage. You know, if it wasn't for you guys, um, I would just be a crazy guy talking to himself on the internet. And so, um, well... Maybe I am still a crazy guy talking to himself on the internet, but I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, my guest today, his name is Tony Slackshot. He's a, he's an awesome guy. Rather controversial, I guess, to some people. Um, although, you know, what we consider controversial now in 2023 was more commonsensical just a few years ago. So uh, depending on your stance or on your definition of, you know, common sense, uh, as opposed to controversy, controversy. Uh, he might be controversial. Um, he might be a controversial listen for you guys, but uh, it really was a um, it was a very refreshing talk. It always is. Every time I get a chance to connect with someone, um, whether we see eye to eye on most things or not, it's it's. I think it's really important to start connecting with people again. I, I think uh, the last half a decade or so has sort of. Um, humanity seems to have forgotten how to interact with one another and really connect with, with the people. Look, we're all in this together, man. We're all on this floating rock uh, together when we have to figure it out together, you know? So um, for God's sake, it's things work much better. I think when we can, um, can find those connections and find that common ground with people and really uh, just recognize another human being for, for what they are, which, you know, we're all, we're all just people. We're all trying to coexist. And, um, and, uh, and this conversation was, was a perfect example of, of just that we were complete strangers, Tony and I just a few weeks ago. And, uh, in this miraculous technological world that we live in, we were able, I was able to reach all the way across the pond. He lives in the UK, by the way, I forgot to mention that. Um, and, and connect with this other person who's, who's really a remarkable dude. Um, he's really into bushcraft. 
He started the Awareness Foundation, which is kind of blowing the doors off of a lot of global corruption um, and, uh, and and stuff like that. And he's just a, he's a remarkable character. And it was a really refreshing talk. So I hope you guys enjoy it uh, as much as I did. And without further ado, I'm going to shut up and get into this little interview that we had. Uh, see you guys on the other side. Thank you. Hey, can you hear me? I can. You good to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, just trying to sort the screen out. I've seen to have the chat room in front of me at the moment. There we go. Can you see Quality. me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I, I've got both of those things happening right now, seeing and hearing. Okay, awesome. Well, well, it's really good to see you. Um, I'd like to say thank you very, very much for doing this. I know this was a uh, somewhat short notice and a little random, you know, getting a, a podcast invite from a stranger from across the world. Uh, so I really appreciate you being here. No, no, not a problem. This is what it's about right now, right? Uh, uniting across the globe and, um, yeah, utilizing the internet while it's there <laughs> uh, to, to make some connections and, uh, yeah, try and work out what the hell's going on and uh, how we move forward. That is, uh, that is precisely actually why I started this podcast. Um, can't tell you exactly when I started, but it was, it was amidst the pandemic and the craziness and everyone seemed to be completely losing their minds. And, and I thought there has to be someone out there that I can still connect with. And that, you know, there's still human beings who think for themselves and so on and so forth. And that's the reason that I reached out to you is because most of the perspective that I have is over here on this side of the pond. You know, a lot of my guests are most, all of my guests are Americans or Canadians or, you know, North American types. So, uh, it's interesting to see someone from a totally other different part of the world having we're, we're pretty much on the same page with most things. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I'll take it. You said a lot of the stuff on my page. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, we can, we can get in. That's the main reason I reached out was because I was a big fan <laughs> of your content. So uh, kudos yeah, to you and, and definitely keep up the good work there. The uh, main thing is, um, well, first of all, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself? Give people a little, uh, little insight mm. as to who you are, where you're from. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, I'm based on the south coast of the UK here in, uh, well, I'm in England. Uh, I don't recognise UK, don't recognise Great Britain. I'm in England. I'm in, uh, uh, yeah, I am English. Um, I'm a place called Bognor Regis, right on the south coast. Um, I have been, I've, uh, it's hard to describe my life these days. Um, I'm sure it's the same for many people, but my background, you know, I've, I've been, I've worked in customer service. I've worked in um, mostly serving roles most of my life. Um, and I ended up working for myself after having a, um, a stress related, uh, a work related stress breakdown, um, probably seven years ago. And that led me to work for myself, but it led me to start trying to discover myself because I, I had this breakdown because I was. As Jim Carrey says, I'd got sick of performing the role that I was in. And uh, as a result, uh, things started to fray. Um, and then working for myself, uh, I did that through until the beginning of the pandemic. I was doing gardening, so I was outside, reconnected with nature. And um, that, that plugged me into the, sort of the nature aspect and the, the wilderness aspect, which has really spurred off and become a big thing like with, with bushcraft and stuff like that for me. Um, but I started learning about bushcraft just before the pandemic. And so that the parallel of having this new enthusiasm of learning how to survive in the wild with all this madness is going on. It felt a bit like, is this serendipity? Like, is this is this a bad sign that I'm really interested in learning how to survive in the wild? 
it's a good thing to know how to how to um you know it, at worst case scenario because of what i've learned i if all shit hit the fan i could disappear into the forest build a log cabin and keep my family fed and watered and, and warm survive. well that's uh, uh, i mean it's becoming more and more uh important to have those kind of roles and i think the we're such a modernized society you know uh in the in the uk or in America, I mean, in most developed countries, we're so modernized and people have become mm-hmm. so um, almost bubble wrapped. I mean, mm-hmm. the average, you know, building skills or survival skills, hunting skill, like that's just almost unheard of these days. It's a very small percentage of people who understand how to do any of that. Uh, and we're mm-hmm. getting closer and closer to um, this weird sort of uh, dystopian future that uh, I think a lot of people are going to want to escape from, but have no options to anything but their little cubicles. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's what drove me mad having to try and work in one of those little cubicles, working for an events company. That was my last job that I worked for someone else, massive events company. And uh, it was all uh, a lot of um, high class stuff. And it was just like, this is madness. Why are people behaving this, this, disconnected way um but anyway and and then on to my where i was with my story i um uh yeah i started getting into bushcraft and things started very very much from the beginning of the pandemic for me like a lot of people are saying now but thankfully i was i was outspoken from the very beginning um but things didn't marry up and all of a sudden a lot of things in my life did marry up about how I felt different and how I didn't believe in systems and I didn't believe I questioned things when I was a kid like dad why why do you have to spend all this money on these bills that are coming through the door every day like, oh it's just the way it is just the way it is and they never sat right with me um and it's all those sort of attitudes and aspects of life that I had growing up that suddenly clicked into place when I felt like I was the only one probably much like yourself while you started your podcast but um I suddenly felt like I, me and my fiance were just in a, by ourselves and this whole thing that was happening it was like someone's someone's gonna say this is bullshit right someone's gonna say nah just kidding because this is so mad and so beyond belief and lots of lots of stuff isn't stacking up and already at the very beginning the numbers weren't stacking up like there was a death rate on toll going up it's like <clears throat> to, to, to be signed off as dead to have your death certificate written it has to go for a process which takes like a 10 to 14 days so to have a, a live death toll on tv and these numbers being told to us yeah it just didn't stack up but people were going oh really tell me more tell me more i'll put sunglasses on while i go shopping because i heard the virus goes through your eyes i'll wear rubber gloves i'll wear them it just just didn't stack up so immediately my my heckles went up and i'd I'd previously gone through a bit of a life experience about three years before that really made me stand up to anything that i felt was gaslighting and what was coming through the mainstream media was gaslighting you know, they were saying one thing one week and then pretending they hadn't said it the next. And then it just kept going like that. Like that. So it just stood out. But but I was screaming from the rooftops and everyone yeah. just immediately went Agent Smith straight away from the very beginning. You know, sure. like, no, no. So, um, yeah, that's, so that's my story. So I've, I, I'm very proud of the last three years because I've stood up against tyranny, basically, online tyranny from a lot of people um, and mocking. And but. But my Instagram at the beginning of January had 800 followers. And it's now almost got 50,000 followers in a matter of yeah, likes. Yeah, I noticed. That's Congratulations. That's uh, that's no small feat. And, uh, you know, I, I completely agree. And I, I think, you know, especially amidst um, 
you know, throughout the last three years, if they can keep, I mean, I suppose it's been like this for much longer than three years, but if they can keep the news cycles going, it's so easy for them to just sweep things under the rug. They can, they can tell a bold face lie to your face because mm-hmm. they, they know that all it's going to take is a week. All they need to do is, mm-hmm. is make it another seven days and they'll move in with another news cycle that will just completely mm-hmm. take over the airwaves. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we're all meant to just fuck, forget <laughs> Uh, you know, what happened last week or the week before or so forth. So that was going to be actually one of my questions. I think you briefly touched on it mm. um, just now is has, uh, how do I put this? Has your mind always kind of operated the way that it does now in that you you tend to be skeptical of the mainstream narrative or question things that just kind of seem to be gaslighting? Or is this a, a new sort of trend for you? Or have you always been this way? Great question. No, I, I really believe that I have, I I feel like I'm more myself than I have a, ever have been. I feel like, again, this, this thing I went through, this life experience I went through a few years ago, it taught me to be my true self. Don't waste fucking time. You know, it happened when I was 40, so it was, it was like, don't waste time. Stop wasting time. You've got to be your authentic, true self. You can't be um, continually living for other people, putting other people first. You know, A lot of people are going through that sort of um, mm-hmm. learning experience over the last few years as well um but that taught me to um moving forwards call that bullshit basically and i just never had the balls to when i was younger um when i was younger i spotted it you know i'd be in school questioning stuff from primary school age just thinking none of this makes sense you're telling me stuff that just doesn't seem to stack up and it's how, how do you convey that as a kid with a limited uh, verbal um you know uh <laughs> um, yeah yeah absolutely so um i believe yeah i believe i've always been the way but i've just got more confidence to speak about the things that i see now and and stand up because the amount of times that i've seen something happen that gut instinct kicks in but you don't say anything <clears throat> and it comes to fruition you're like damn i should have i should have jumped sure, and said sure. something. well it's also it's much easier and i think everyone would agree it's much easier to just sort of uh, you know, take a look around you and see what all of your all your friends and your peers are doing, and just kind of sneak in with them and just do the same thing. It's so much easier to do yeah. that, you know. And then why? Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost in our nature to take the road. Uh, what what is it? The path of least resistance, you know. I mean, if mm-hmm. everyone's doing one thing, it's it's a hell of a lot easier to just follow them than it is to say, "Oh, wait a minute, mm-hmm. some of this is some of this is not stacking up." Um, uh. I guess this is this one's a little bit this question that I have, I have a couple of bullet points written down here. And this one is kind of a loaded question, because as someone who I'm sure, you know, if there's one if there's one thing that everyone knows about America and Americans, it's that we're always talking about our guns. We're always talking about our Second Amendment. Um, mm-hmm. which, uh, if, as someone from the outside, do you have do you have a particular opinion or a stance on the Second Amendment or would or. You know, from someone who, what is what are the gun laws like over there across the pond? We, we have we we don't have uh, access to to firearms. We have we're allowed to have um, people. So people have shotguns. You can have a license to have a shotgun, but you know you can't go into a shop and buy one um, without having to jump through a load of hoops. Best we've got is air rifles. The only thing you can have without a license. <clears throat> Growing up, seeing what was pushed through the media about america from from a uk point of view uh, as when i put it this way when i went to florida when i was 17 and uh i went into a just a, a roadside shop um with my auntie on the first night we got there and i thought someone was going to walk in with a gun 
that was what we were told. America was just like gun ho. Uh, it's really there's this is gun crime left, right, and center. Um, but so that's I, I I don't I don't believe that narrative now. Um, put it this way: I wish I wish that we had more access to guns in, yeah. in the UK. Absolutely, yeah, because I see anything that's to do with gun control as a disarm disarmament of of, of people. Um, I don't believe that the gun issues are as they are probably portrayed much like everything else in the in the in the media um so i believe that that you guys having guns is probably a wonderful thing and it, it keeps the people uh on their toes that need to be because as soon as they start talking about handing your guns in uh mandating that then you know what's coming sure absolutely well you know it's uh I actually I hesitated to ask that question because we're we're recording this on March the 27th and uh, unfortunately uh, I turned on the news this morning and there was a, a tragedy in in uh, I think it was Tennessee. I see that. Yeah, another uh, mass shooting mm-hmm. and um, you know it, every time something like this happens the same old rhetoric is going to is going to flood the media over the next week or so and it is it is really tragic. There's no way to talk about this without you know, someone mm-hmm. someone is going to jump into my comments and say, "Oh, well, you're you're sympathizing for shooter." That's you know, of course, that's that would never happen. But um, there's, I mean, there's got to be at least two or three guns for every one person in this country. If if the guns were the problem, we would fucking know it. <laughs> that's that's my opinion, you know. But uh, excuse mm-hmm. my language. Um, but mm-hmm. that is interesting. Again, that's it's interesting to uh, to get that take from, from someone who doesn't have access to, to so many firearms. Um, and that's, believe it or not, that's kind of what I've heard from a lot of people. You know, I don't, I haven't had a lot of uh, foreigners on my podcast, but I, I know quite a few people I've been around the block a few mm-hmm. times and everyone's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's not nearly as big a problem as the media says it is. And it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. a cool right to have. It's the second thing that we wrote, you know, the first thing we wrote was you can say whatever you want, and the second thing we we wrote was, but you better have a gun to make sure that you can say whatever you want. You know, that's it's mm-hmm. that's that's how we did things. Um, what what would be your advice? Uh, and this is another thing that you touched on briefly. What would your your advice be to some of the kids or some of the people who kind of newly woken up, so to speak, or are, are mm-hmm. just now starting to kind of think for themselves and see through some of the bullshit that we've been subject to? What what would be your advice to them? Mm, um... Great question. Well, again, I've, I've seen my page as I see myself as a conduit to try and be a relatable person, not be a typical tinfoil hatter. I don't know what that, that means, a typical tinfoil hatter, but um, I've, I've, I've always been l- relatable and, and li- quite likable. I've always got on with people. It's been a bit of a negative trait, to be honest. You know, it's part of that pleasing syndrome thing. But as a, as a consequence, I have tried to be a conduit to to try and provide people with information to just research themselves um that that would be my advice is for people to just not accept even what i'm saying you know even if you if i've posted something don't just take that as as god-given truth go and research that yourself as well so that would be my that would be my um my advice trust your instincts instincts and do your research because because instincts count for a lot absolutely Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, one last thing, just, uh, 
just provided what we've seen over the last three years and some of the things mm-hmm. that are coming out now about, you know, just the global elites kind of pushing their agenda forward. What do you think is coming next? What do you think we can expect? Or what do you think is the biggest problem facing free humans like the two of us or like the people around mm. us? Mm. Well, I mean, two and a half years ago, let's say conservatively, um, you could see the 15-minute cities, the, the, the information was there. You could see the CBDCs, the information was there about those. Um, the, the vaccines, the, the, the chipping of people, it was all there. But that's all come to fruition now. Um, but it's all been so slowly drip fed that people, no one's in up, up, up uproar about it. People go, oh, chips, oh, they were. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of people are a bit null to it. Um, but in answer to your question directly, funnily enough, I was considering uh, postponing this interview tonight because I'm in a bit of, I've started to learning some new information about a potential theory about what is happening and i've never really i've always been open to stuff i've never really dismissed stuff too much unless it's clearly bullshit sure um but i've always been intrigued about i was always intrigued about the hatred towards trump mm. um i'm not a trumpist i'm not a, i have i'm really on the fence about him but i've learned a lot of stuff about him over the last couple of weeks about a lot of stuff he did when he first got into the white house where he flew and who were, who was arrested um, consequently and how to do how it was all trafficking related mm-hmm. and how none of that was in the media. Some of this stuff that I'm learning now about the quantum. Um, oh, I can't know. It's all Q related. It's all quantum stuff. And I've, I've, again, Q, I've not really followed that closely either. But sure. I I. Th- from what I hear, and this is just a theory, but it really does stack up that a lot of the stuff that's happened, a lot of this bad stuff that's happened has had to happen, has been forced to happen. So to put the people that are doing it in the front line so they can be dealt with, if mm. that makes sense. Without any crimes, no one can be punished. So I'm learning of this theory. You might have heard of it yourself. I don't know. But um, that there are that Trump is still president because the, 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 the Biden thing was actually fraudulent, which stacks up. If that's the case, then, yeah, theoretically, Trump would still be president. Um, but apparently it's all a game plan to, to get us to where we need to be so we can actually attack the people that are at the forefront, the Fauci's, the, the Bill Gates. and But... The reason I was going to nearly postpone is because I'm a bit confused by it all. At one point, I think I know what I'm doing. I know how I'm going to react and I know what's, I think I know what's going to happen. I, the next thing, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen. So it's, you know, it's a bit confusing. Uh, it's the beauty of PSYOPs, you know, and I, I, I think I, I think I do know the theory that you're talking about. Um, it has been, you know, the whole Q theory that, that, that's what sparked, uh, you know, the guy with the horns on his head and the storming of the Capitol and all, all that all that noise. Um, but that, you know, have you seen the footage of that being uncovered? How that was um, an inside job? Well, I have, and I was—I'm I, telling you—I I was pretty frustrated about it because the day that that happened, it was so jarring and so high octane and, and crazy. Mm-hmm. I just—I had to sort of take a deep breath and and think there, you know, there has to be 
there has to be a bigger explanation to this. So I started watching live streams like of the event while it was happening. I was watching C-SPAN. I was trying to take footage from every angle that I could possibly find, you know, throughout the whole internet. And the overwhelming majority of stuff that I found was like, you know, people were praying on the steps of the Capitol. People were singing the national anthem. People, it, it seemed like a large rally that kind of got a little out of control, but it didn't seem nearly as dangerous or, or, you know, uh, terrorist riddled as the media um, sort of portrayed. And, and that, that was the, I think that was kind of the break. One of the breaking points for me was because I, I saw a live stream of, um, of Trump making a speech and he said, you know, go home. You, you have to leave, stay peaceful. You know, it is what it is. Please, please go home and stay safe. And then I flipped over to CNN and it was like, Trump is inciting the insurrection and he's doing, and I was like, well, wait a minute. I just saw this live stream. <laughs> like he didn't say that. So it was just two totally conflicting things. And to your point, you know, I, I, at this point, I don't take a real stance uh, as far as like red tie, blue tie, this, mm -hmm. this, that us versus them. I, I don't really do that anymore. I used to, um, but uh, you know, I think, I think part of the reason there's so much going on with the, those psyops and that there's so much information that we're being bombarded with is basically to do what you just said is to confuse us. I think um, mm -hmm. the whole point to a psyop is to just overwhelm the human psyche until we're just so exhausted that we're just like, I don't care what happens anymore. You know, you know, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are kind of feeling that I think they're exhausted. I mean, the last three years have been physically emotionally exhausting for almost everyone unless you're completely mm -hmm. you know just ignorant and an airhead you can't you couldn't have made it through the last three years without taking an emotional toll and mm -hmm. um you know maybe not to get too far into my own theories but maybe that's maybe that was part of the plan maybe they just wanted us all to be completely exhausted so that they could swoop in with some weird new world order what the hell do i know you know Mm -hmm. Well, uh, certainly from my point of view in England, it, it really felt like that the, the English attitude kicked in quite quickly here. There was, um, as much as I say, there was lots of people that were still complicit with what's being told on the TV. Um, there was a lot more people that were just like, oh, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going to be doing it. I'm not going to be wearing my mask. I'm not going to be social distancing. I'm not waiting for the green light in the shop to go green so I can walk in. Just I'm just going to walk in. And I was one of those people. And it quite quickly, things went back to normal in terms of how it felt. There was a lot less restrictions. But we were looking at Canada and looking at Australia and looking, look at New Zealand and it's as if things were still... Uh, like they were at the beginning of uh, April 2020. So it, I just felt this, there was a dissonance between countries. Um, and so I think, um, I think something is happening, but I think it seems to be happening more in, in places where, and again, I'm still relying on footage that I see online, so I don't know, but I, I think it's, it's happening. The pressure is still in places where, people seem to be not waking up yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know well i think um i don't know i've I've noticed the ratings for most mainstream news outlets have just been plummeting uh for from weeks and months on end so there's there's some mm -hmm. silver lining there there's some hope there and i think uh i think a lot of people kind of 
are victims of their own egos. So those, those folks who kind of were very pro jab, pro mask, pro whatever, um, even if they kind of see the quote unquote, see the light now, you know, maybe they're a little hesitant to kind of admit that because we're all mm-hmm. victims of our own egos. Right. You know, I'm, I'm no, I'm no angel there. I mean, I've, I've been a victim of my own pride before, so I, I kind of get that. And I don't know. I, I, I want to hold on to some kind of hope, uh, but Canada, to your point, uh, Canada really scares me. Cause I, I who's that guy? Trudeau. Every time mm-hmm. I hear that guy talk, have you heard, have you seen the movie uh, hunger games, the hunger games series? Mm-hmm. He talks yeah. like one of those rich people in that movie. I mean, it's like it's like hold up a scene from The Hunger Games and then a scene from Trudeau's speech. It's like the same guy. It's he's that guy's out of his mind. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it, and you look at that and then you realize something. Well, because he's the he's he's Klaus Schwab's favorite, isn't he, of the world, young leaders of the World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. and he's very proud of that as well. And again, when when that's public information and people aren't up in arms about it, it's kind of well, like, see, what the hell? It is. It is public information. And that's what, you know, I used to get crazy about this because all it's not like, you know, people say they, they claim conspiracy theorists and they, they say like, oh, it's, it's just not. But all of this is public information. So it's conspiracy, sure. But none of this is theoretical. Like you could go and look this mm-hmm. up. I mean, the World Economic Forum has been around since the 70s. And almost since its inception, people have been screaming from the rooftops like, hey, these people, they're trying to do something weird. I don't know what it is, but they're trying to do something weird. And since the beginning, they've all caught those same labels, conspiracy nut, you know, nut, right wing, nut job, whatever, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's very, very frustrating because, like you said, there's no reason. I mean, information is still free right now. There's no reason that everyone shouldn't know about this. But uh, mm-hmm. here we are. Um and it seem it seems to be a very small percentage of people who are even tracking on the on the World Economic Forum, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think uh, there's such an abundance of information. There's so many different legs to this monster spider. Um, you know, CBDCs, um, homeschooling, um, you, you know, the utility bills, and it, there's so there's so much information to take in. It's it's quite overwhelming. And people like you and I that have been trying to follow it all this time. You go in ebbs and flows, don't you? Your energy can spike and go, right, I'm doing something about this. And sometimes it's just like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no one listened to me because I don't know what's going on. Totally, um, totally. But, but, but overall, I feel like people like you and I who have, who have been inquisitive enough to go, something's not right, I'm going to do my own research. And three years later, we find ourselves semi-experts in some areas. Um, I think we, we, we have a job to really just to, to keep doing what we're doing talking out and 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 making it common practice and and allowed to have conversations open honest conversations without fear without any worry of someone going to go well that's mental you can't think like that i think that's what our job is in this and it's to make it relatable and and you know to to try and to deliver information in such a way that it doesn't look like you just you've got a page full of memes that's why i try and post some personal stuff on my page as well because sometimes you follow someone, and they've got 80,000 followers. You have a look at the page and it's just like a wall of memes. just like, oh, but, but at the same time, you want to try and get the message out there, don't you? So, yeah, I think that's the way forward at the moment. And I think um, I think for, for people that are waking up, I think it's just a case of trying to make sure that they're learning the whole living without fear. Um, and that comes from, you know, some people who've been into yoga and, and meditation and all those sorts of wellness things. If they've got a background in that, they can quite easily 
go into that mental state because that's as long as we're not being controlled by fear, then we, we're not going to listen to the bullshit that's being happening yeah. around us. But yeah, I think um, I think yeah, I, I listened to a few of your podcasts. I think you're doing a good job, and um, yeah, well done, man, for for speaking up because it. Thinking back to the time where I said to my missus, like, I think I'm going to have to post something online, which is just a weird thing to say, isn't it? But I remember saying, I I think I'm going to have to say I call bullshit on this because no one else is. It was that I want to be the first one to say the king's got no clothes on. Um, (laughs) I I didn't want to be, but I felt like I had to be, you know, because of everything I'd gone through before with the gaslighting and stuff. But yeah, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I think that's what our job is in this situation. I think so too. I, I would agree. And I would add, um, and this is more a note for myself, uh, because I'm mm-hmm. guilty of being a little judgmental and I'm also guilty of being a bit spiteful, especially after catching labels like, uh, you know, racist or, uh, domestic terror. Like I, I caught them all man throughout mm-hmm. the last couple of years. So I, I have a tendency to get to let that pride into my brain and kind of lash out at people. And that's not, it's just not helpful. I mean, it's, if you are someone out there who's kind of coming to the light, so to speak, and um, just uh, my advice would just be to try to convey that information without any judgment. We're, we're trying, we're trying to help each other. I mean, for God's sake, we're all in this together. And if there's, if there's one thing that we should take from the last three years, it's that if we allow ourselves to be torn apart, it's just, it's just one easy step for them to, to kind of, come and control the rest of our lives. I mean, we're much, it's a much better world when we're doing stuff together and trying to help each other rather than trying to judge each other. But uh, again, mm. that's more for me. I, that's a, a message that I have to remember when I'm doing this work, you know? Mm. Well, it's, it's the number one rule in the, in the, uh, the game plan, isn't it? It's division. It's in, in, in the war plan, that's what you do. So there's so many things to be divided over so many things. Mm-hmm. And, um, Every time on Instagram I see some some guy having a go at someone because they've quoted the Bible or something, it's like I quite quickly step in, all going, you know, uh, I'm left, I'm right, I'm this, that, and the other. I quite quickly step in, and go, you know, this that's not what it's about, though. <laughs> like you pointing fingers is you are just coming onto the stage and reenacting what what you've been told to do. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's the other big message. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Is to to see <coughs> excuse me see each other as the brothers and sisters that we actually are so we can work this shit out man absolutely absolutely mm. well tony um listen thank you so much again for being here i don't want to take up too much more of your time i know you're uh you're doing the off the grid thing tonight so um i guess we can just, wrap up yeah, just, just yeah just quickly before you do that in case of any of your people watching wonder like <laughs> Am I some sort of secret resistance guy hiding in a bunker somewhere with terrible lighting? I'm sat in the cab of my uh, my 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 converted camper van. My, my stepson's sleeping in the back. Yeah, so we're off gridding tonight. Um, yeah, we, we had a nice try up, and uh, I've just come to have a nice chat with you, Chuck, in the cab. So I mean, I, I was absolutely going to paint you. I was going to paint you as a super secret agent, but it's okay. We don't have to do that. now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll put up. Yeah, there you go. I'm there you go. Secret now. <laughs> all right nice okay, one thanks man yeah thanks thanks for asking uh thanks for asking us to have us on and uh yeah keep up the good work and uh it'd be good if we can catch up again maybe in a few months time if we've got our heads together and, and uh or, or maybe maybe get together a little bit sooner than that if we've got some more information to share but uh let's stay in contact 
you're welcome here anytime you're welcome here anytime my friend and uh thanks again so much thank you everyone for listening and uh yes that is the end of the interview um, i didn't have a very smooth transition out of that one i do apologize for that but hey thank you for making it all the way through the episode i i really do appreciate you guys being here uh, i hope you enjoyed that and if you did you can uh check tony out at his instagram page uh tony slackshot it's t-o-n-y-s-l-a let's see here c-k-s-h-o-t it's exactly how it sounds it's spelled precisely the way that it sounds uh, you can also check out the awareness foundation, the underscore awareness underscore foundation on Instagram, um, for all of his other stuff. Uh, really, really cool guy, really cool guy. I was very excited about that particular interview and, uh, I'm glad we got to have it. And we mentioned towards the end of the interview, uh, the possibility of Tony coming back on again pretty soon, which of course I would be more than happy to have him. Uh, however, I do want you guys to write in, uh, and just give us a couple of ideas as, as to what you might want to hear us talk about some you know opinions that you might want to hear about or, or just anything any particular topics that you guys are curious about and um that way you can hear the two of us pick each other's brains about it um in the meantime thank you again so much i love you guys and uh god bless see you next week come back next week